Hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest episode of the 12-6 Podcast. It's your boy, Mario. I'm joined with my co-host, Ryan, as always. Ryan, what up, man? Dude, not much. I'm just, uh, I'm excited that we're back recording again while baseball is actually back in action here, man. The, uh, uh, the lockout is over. Uh, we're actually sitting here watching MLB Network. We actually got spring training news on, and there's actually uh, stuff going on. So it's good to be back while, uh, while baseball is back as well. Uh, pumped, man. It's finally back. It was a, it was some, there were some dark months there. The whole, like, canceling of games and all that stuff. I mean, it looked bad. It looked bad for a second there. I mean, we were going to post a, a pod about it, but everybody else was, so it just didn't make any sense. But uh, now that we're Sunday, we wanted to wait a little bit just to see if anything big happened, which some things have happened that have been pretty decently. Uh, they would move the needle for some teams, I guess you could say, but the, the big guys are still out there. So we're hoping uh, that comes to fruition soon. But anyway, uh, the CBA was agreed upon, the union – uh, the owners finally agreed to it. Uh, so there's some changes now, right? The shift the shift change, I believe that's going to affect 23, but don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. Um, the DHs, Immediately, you know, yeah. there's 15 more jobs. I think I saw uh, somebody, they evaluated that position as like $150 million worth of, of, of money going to players that wasn't going to them before because DH position can, can get a lot of money for a player, right? Like Nelson Cruz will probably get like $15 million on the market right now. Um, so, and then, and that'll just create more jobs for more players. So that's a good, that's good. That's a good victory for the, for the players. Um, the, the 10 to 12 team playoff, that's going to be really interesting to see. There's a, the big thing there was the top two seeded teams in each league get a bye while the three through six play each other. Um, I'm sorry, is, is it three through six? Yes. They play each other, uh, in a best of three and the higher seed plays at home. So that's kind of. You know, some people are kind of mixed on it. I I think it's okay. Um, it just kind of makes it more important for the top three teams in their divisions to to like win out. So that that's that's a big thing there. Um, otherwise, I mean, I'm pretty happy that uh, that the they came to a deal. I think that's the biggest the biggest thing here, uh, regardless of the rule changes. What are your thoughts, man? Yeah, I mean, overall, I think yeah, I mean, you basically just touched on all the big things that happened. Um, Dude, honestly, I'm a huge fan of pretty much everything that they came to an agreement with. Honestly, the DH in both leagues, like that's something that I've been at wanting for years now. Yes, yeah. I mean, like you said, it opens up more jobs, more opportunity. But dude, just from like an entertainment standpoint, nobody ever liked watching pitchers hit. Nope. And like you get the oldies saying like, oh, well, when the AL plays the NL in the World Series, it's much more entertaining watching the AL manager how he manages the game, blah blah blah. But it's like. Dude, nobody wants to watch a pitcher bat. Just yeah. regardless, nobody <laughs> wants to watch a pitcher bat in the regular season or in the playoffs. So, I love the DH in both leagues. And then the banning of the shift, dude. That was kind of like my top two things were DH and the banning of the shift. I think are going to be great for the game. Because you would have guys like Rizzo, Gallo, all these lefty hitters or lefty power hitters. And, dude, they were just getting robbed on like a... a at bat, every at bat, they get hits taken away from them. Every yep. single at bat, um, whether it was like a screaming liner onto right field, or the second base is just second baseman's fielding easily, um, and it took away from their stats, dude. You know, yeah. like Rizzo when he's hitting two forty, maybe now going forward he'll be like a two eighty, two ninety hitter. Yeah, I I agree with that, dude. Like my thing is like I'm, I'm looking at guys like Rendall and Moncada for the Sox who like really got hurt by the shift. Um, it's going to result in a lot more action offensively, and I'm really happy about that. Um, I didn't like seeing Manny Machado in right field. You know, It didn't need to be a thing ever. Your third baseman does not need to be in right field. That's my whole – that's the problem I had with it. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy that the shift has happened this way. I believe the you have to have two infielders on each side. You have four in the infield, so, right? Uh, two fielders have to be on each side, so that it just it leaves a lot more space for these big lefties to, to pull it hard and – not have a third baseman in right field feeling the ground ball. So that is one thing though that I, that I will disagree with is I don't think they should have limited it to saying you guys have to have two guys on each side, but I think it should have just been very clear in in the rules that if you're an infielder, your two feet must stay must remain on the infield. Yeah. Pre pitch. Yeah. Right? So I, th- I mean after the pitch, you, you know, yeah. have to pop them, hit to the outfield. Obviously, you can go field it. I think so. you could still have your guy like your second baseman could be like outfield still like technically, but that's just there's just so much ground for him to cover. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a little difficult to, you know, figure out where you're gonna position him if he's the only guy that can get a ball from a big lefty. So it's gonna be interesting to see that, man. I'm I'm pumped. I'm just like again, I'm happy that they came to an agreement, man. 
Oh, for sure. We're watching baseball yeah, again. Sure, this, is, this is good. And like you said at the very beginning, like, dude, it was getting dark. Like, yeah. Like, honestly, I was, after they met for the second time and they walked away with nothing and they canceled more games, like, dude, I was, like, legitimately concerned for, like, the season in <laughs> yeah. general. I was concerned that they weren't going to come to an agreement. And it's not what baseball needs, man. No. It's not. With all, with all the other sports, you know, garnering all the interest, baseball's not a top thing as much as it used to be. You know, the Field of Dreams game had the most regular season views of a game has had in, you know, years since the Boston, yeah. in the Boston, New York series from like 0405. So it's, it's just, it's a big thing for them to get this done. Uh, and then the free agency stuff that we're going to touch on now. Uh, Cubs had a big signing yesterday. <laughs> As we talk on Sunday night, it's a big signing Saturday for the Cubs. They signed a shortstop. Uh, he's a pretty good one, right? What would you say, Ry? Dude, he's a gold glove shortstop. How about that, huh? <laughs> How would you introduce him like that, uh, Mr. Uh, Andrewton Simmons? Uh, yeah, dude, he's uh, honestly, like, after they signed him, I looked him up on Baseball Reference, and, like, his, obviously what he's been known for his whole career is his glove, right? Yep. Every single year prior, though, his offensive stats have not been that bad at all. He had one down year last year, where I believe he hit, like, the 240s, I want to say. Every year prior to that, he hovered right around the 300 mark. As far as batting average goes, he did. He used to have. He used to be a, the kind of guy who would be like a sneaky bat, because when he played for the, I believe it was the, the it was the Angels. Braves. It was the Braves and the Angels. He started with the Braves, and then he got traded to the Angels. And they actually, the Angels actually gave up at the time two very like sought after pitching prospects. Sean Newcomb was one who was like a top one hundred right, yeah, in baseball. Right, yeah. So. They gave up some, and it was a pretty big trade at the time. Well, his glove is just his glove is. Sick. There's there's not one better fielder than Andrew and Simmons. You're not gonna find one better. So that's that's a plus. Um, and I just saw I have seen some jokes online like, oh, they're getting him DH, you know, because because <laughs> he can't can't really hit as much as he used to. Um, not that he really did, but he used to be a better like 300 guy. You're gonna get like 260, 250 with great defense, um, and he's just he's just a, he's just a, a stopgap. Really, I mean, he, we might be able to flip him at the deadline, um, and and the first reaction that I had was, "There's no way they're going after Correa now." But uh, you seem to have a little bit of hope left for that. So, what, what do you think, man? You think that even they got a chance still? What, what are your thoughts? No, I was just kind of fucking around with you. I don't think they're, <laughs> I, I don't think they're going after Correa. I really don't. Um, I think this Simmons signing. I think it's more of just like a um, kind of some extra insurance or um, a guy that they can go ahead and platoon along with Horner at shortstop. Um, you get the veteran kind of show Horner the ways or, um, you know, give Horner the day off or give Simmons the day off. I think it's going to be more of a platoon, th- a platoon thing between him and Horner now at shortstop. And uh, I don't know if the Cubs think that Nico's ready to be an everyday shortstop yet in the majors. So I think that Simmons was kind of like that cheap option that they went out and got who has proven that he can be the everyday <laughs> shortstop. Um, so I, don't, I, I honestly don't think that they're going after Correa. Here's a, here's I don't a, think they're willing to spend close to forty million dollars on Carlos Correa. Let's uh let's let's let's, let's we'll get back to that in a second. This is just an interesting thing. I just it's one of those things that this is regarding Andrew and Simmons. Watching the World Baseball Classic a few years ago, right? Because it's a big thing. I mean, especially in like Japan, for example, yeah. Dominican Republic. Not as big here. It should be, but it's not. You know, so like the Puerto Rico also very big. Um, what team did Andrew and Simmons play for in the World Baseball Classic? Curacao. Nope. <laughs> no. That's where he's from. Uh, he, oh, he played for, um, fuck, who was it? Um, <laughs> Don't look at the laptop. <laughs> did he play for the United States? No. Their team went to the quarter. They were the semifinal team. Uh, they have they have a lot of really good talent, man. Dominican? Also, nope. Nope. Puerto Rico. No, this is going to blow your mind. You'll who never you play get for? Play for the Netherlands. Dude, I was going to say the Netherlands. Yeah, he God played for it. the Dutch. Really? Yeah. I thought he's from Curacao, though. Uh, he's from, I believe, he's from Caraco or something like that. I, I don't. He's, he's a, he, he played for, he played for the Netherlands, uh, dude, alongside, the Netherlands alongside a good talent. Dude. Xander Bogart also plays yeah. for the Netherlands. Um, Kenley Jansen, closer for the Netherlands. Yeah. yeah. So like that's a sneaky good team there that has some sneaky talent. That's a good thing to see, right? You want to see teams like from Europe and, and that area, right? Come come mm-hmm. through and and start playing. Um, Playing ball and like getting some talent, like Xander Bogarts is a, is like a really highly regarded talent, so that's good stuff, man. I just thought that was an interesting fact. But getting back into Correa, where do we think he's going, man? What do we think? I don't know. Now that I think the Cubs aren't going after him, I think it kind of just comes down to the New York Yankees. Yeah, I mean, it's sad to say that. I mean, 
I don't see how they don't get them at this point. There's, there's a lot of pressure on them too to spend. Like I've been seeing a lot of their fans like really, really. Well, that's just dude. The, the Yankee fans want every single player. Every year, yeah, though, yeah, and, they, mean, and the Yankees do it every year, though. You know, yeah, there was Garrett Cole. I don't they're know who going on. Got Cole. I mean, they got Stan. They signed him to a massive contract. Well, they they traded for his contract. Or traded for his contract. Well, it took on the contract. Well, that's the thing right. too. They got Aaron Judge coming up. Aaron Judge is going to be probably two fifty, three hundred million dollar player. Right. He's a big forty home run. Gold Glove right field you know, bat. They gave the reliever or their uh, their closer Chapman fifteen million dollars a year. It was like a ninety million dollar deal yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, man, they do have a void at short though, dude. Glaber Torres has not worked out as they thought. They have Giovanni Urshela who's playing third base for them. <clears throat> um, we'll see, man. I know they really want Matt Olson. I know that I I saw that they were on Freddie Freeman too. Yeah, that's another big thing. I know that it's down to the Dodgers Braves, but I also heard the Yankees were in, involved in that as well. So we'll see. Um, Free agency is coming to the head. The White Sox sign uh, Joe Kelly, reliever, psychopath, uh, throws balls at people's heads. I love it. Uh, not not just anybody's head, though. He threw it at, he threw a ball at Alex Bregman's head um, during right after they found out they were cheating and whatnot. So there was there dude, was. I love Joe Kelly. Like, dude, he's I a love savage Joe man. Kelly. Straight up savage. Like he, he you he know what you get. Down from anybody. Hundred mile per hour fastball with with dip on his two seamer. He's, he's filthy. Great great like up to down on his curve, and he's just a great addition. He's gonna be a great six seven guy for the. And that's the thing, man. Let's talk about this bullpen really quick. This White Sox bullpen is insane, man. It's yeah, insane. It's filthy. You go from you can go from crochet to bummer for your lefties. Then you go to Joe Kelly. You still have Craig Kimbrell. I don't know how long he'd be on the team, but if he is, he is. Uh, and Liam Hendricks, man. And then you got well, Ronaldo Lopez forget, still. Like, you, Kendall Gra- Graveman. I mean, well, Kendall Graveman too. Shit, I forgot about him. Yeah, man, it's but just an absolute. Also, I mean, shit. Let's not forget, like if you guys choose to keep, or if you guys choose to go out and get another starter, you keep Kopech in the bullpen, <laughs> and he'd be the nastiest like sixth inning guy in the history of MLB baseball. Well, that's like, the thing, man. I don't think I'd, I. I don't. I, I think, think they're going to move him to the starting rotation. He's going to he's going to get like 150 innings this year. If yeah. he doesn't, that's a failure on Tony Larusa and the coaching staff. He needs to start throwing more. He has to. It's just got to happen. The same thing with Crochet. You got to give him some starts. Keiko's on his last year of his deal. He's not very good anyway. He's no, awful. Yeah. So he's going to be the kind of guy that you bump if you have to. He uh, Keiko's your innings eater. Uh, I know they signed Vince Velasquez today as well. He's the kind of guy who steps in if you get an injury and you call somebody out from AAA. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, so yeah, with that, uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll come back after this break. All right. So the Sox pen, we just talked about some of the guys in it. Ryan, what are your thoughts, man? As from a from a fan of a different team, you see the Sox come into town. What do you think? Um, that you gotta jump out to an early lead of the game's <laughs> over. Like if you if you if you play in the Sox and you. Go into, I don't know, what do you want to call it? The sixth inning down, you have a 99% chance you're going to lose that game. Yeah. Like, all the names you just rattled off, dude, it's, like, frightening. Kendall Graveman, Kimbrell, um, Kelly. Liam Hendricks, Joe Kelly. Like, Crochet. Holy shit, Crochet, Lopez Bummer. even. Lopez was even like, dude, okay. Dude, that's six arms <laughs> I just rattled off that could be in the all-star game. 100-mile-per-hour arms, man. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a bullpen. Like, you can talk about, like, the Royals 2015. They had... Kelvin Herrera, they had Wade Davis, and they had who was the last guy they had? They had another guy, Greg Holland. Yeah. Greg Holland, and they were all like hundred mile per hour, like good changeup guys. And the Sox just have six of those. So, Cubs uh, had a great bullpen in twenty sixteen. It was it wasn't this. It great, wasn't but like they had a really good. Bullpen, it, yeah, so. I think it was a very underrated pen. Pedro Strope was very underrated. Strope, Rodon or Rondon. Rondon and, was a hundred mile per Chapman. hour guy. I yeah, mean, Chapman it, was, it was great filthy, too. Dude. Um, who, that was like peak Chapman. Who else? They had somebody else too. Just slips in my head. Uh, Montgomery was like a he was like a guy that well, he was, was a starter converted a uh, long reliever. Pretty yeah, much. dude. I mean, it is a very overlooked pen. I think that was like the final piece that team needed. And that's the thing, dude. I feel like Han is like he he knows they're at a like a at kind of like up where their budget is, and he's what can I do to make this team the best with what budget I have, and it's and for him it's it's getting the bullpen stacked and ready to go. So. I think that's the is a good uh, good idea there from him. Uh, we also got Josh Harrison to play second base. You didn't really, you're not a big fan of it. For me, I didn't. Well, it think, is what it is. It's yeah, like, you didn't need somebody good. He's he's honestly going to be a platoon with Leary Garcia. I'm pretty sure we all know that. Uh, even though Leary hits righty a little bit better than he does left, but either way, you still got a platoon there. Um, and we had two voids left. We have a, a starting pitcher and we have a right fielder. So we'll see where we go with that. Um, their 40-man is full, so they're going to have to make a trade. Uh, 
Otherwise, um, they're not going to be able to add anybody. So I know I was texting a few people today, like, hey, you know, what's our next move? I mean, who knows what the next move is? If they could go in-house, they could keep Andrew Vaughn and Gavin Sheets to play right, which would be a terrible idea. Um, considering they don't play the outfield, that's not a good thing to do there. Um, Cassianos is out there. Cassianos is out there, but he's he's not that good at outfield. I mean, he's a good hitter. No. Yeah, he's a great, great hitter. He'll, he'll make the White Sox lineup just a, better than what it is, obviously. And it would be, hands down, in my opinion, the best one through nine in the game. If they got Castellanos. Conforto, too. I think Conforto is the guy everybody wants. I mean, he is the guy everybody wants in the Sox, you know, universe. Uh, he's good. Lefty. Great defense. Dude, there's nothing wrong with OBP. Like, he's, there's uh, nothing wrong with him. You've been anti-Michael Conforto, but I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm like just anti. That's like, the thing. If you pay market it. value and you get him, I would be very happy. He's, but it, that's the thing. His market value is like 20 a year for like five, six years. He's 28, 29. He's got Scott Boris as his agent. He's not going to go for anything under – would you feel comfortable giving Michael Conforto $20, 25000000 million a year for the next five years? That's that's the bottom line. Yeah. I don't know if I am. I'd be comfortable with twenty mil. Uh, 25 is probably stretching it. 20 I think I'd be okay with. I'd be very comfortable with twenty mil. I think he can uh, – Based he, off what guys are making nowadays. I mean, and he's he's got a lot of potential still. Right. And he was a first-rounder, 10th overall pick in a in 2013 draft. I think it was what it was. Um, but uh, he uh, – yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna say that I'd be upset if they got him. At this point, I'd be really happy if they did. Uh, I just, I'm interested to see what Rick Hahn does in the next few days. He's got 40 men on his roster. Somebody's got to go. Yeah, that's the bottom line. I mean, you can you can say all you want about adding these guys. He's got to make a trade or he's got to dump somebody. And you look at some of the guys: Mike Rodolfo, offfielder; Jake Berger, right? Kind of like the extra corner infielder. Um. Those like those like lower tier forty man guys who are kind of running out of time. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. That's a that's a that's a good. I think would you call that? That's a good problem to have, right? So what do you? I mean, what do you do? I mean, I, I Rick Hans, he's a smart guy. You know, we'll see what happens with it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, as far as like a Sox perspective, with all the names that we rattled off in the bullpen, like dude, I think you got to trade Kimbrel. Like, because I was thinking like earlier, like. Keep him. If you look like anything you looked in the first half of the Cubs last year, you guys are going to be unstoppable, blah, blah, blah. But all the names we rattled off, like I forgot about Crochet. I forgot about Bummer. Like, if you could trade him and, and get rid of that $16 million he's making, dude, like. You get another, you get, you can sign two decent, you can you can get a pitcher on the market, for, on a trade market, and then you can go out and get Conforto. Correct. Uh, right now, I believe their, their competitive balance tax payroll is projected $208 million. So they're $2,200 under the, under the luxury tax. Right. Who would ever thought that? You know, who would have thought that Jerry Reisendorf's team at twenty two hundred eight million dollars? Something's got to give. Why some trades are good. Something's got to give. Something's got to give, man. And Kimbrel might be it. I will say this: there have been some conflicting reports. Tony Larusa talked to the media. Uh, I believe this feel like uh, Chicago Tribune or whatever it was. I saw it in the in the, in the papers. Um, he talked to Kimbrel and his agent, and they said that he's going to be on the White Sox and he's not going anywhere. Huh. So. Huh. Take that with a grain of salt, I guess, because anything can happen at any point. Kimbrel's got to understand that because he's a professional. That's what happens. You get traded, um, and I'm, I'm honestly, I'm certain he'll bounce back, and I'm certain he's going to be a good pitcher this year. Will be for the White Sox. Who, who knows? But uh, I, I have a feeling he's going to be dominant this year, man. I really do. He could get traded still as well. Who knows? But uh, well, that's the thing. Like he could very well be dominant. Like, dude, his first half with the Cubs was fu- it was insane, dude. dude he, he was just flat, he had, man. He, he was had just under flat. a half ERA going into the All Star break, dude. Like, it was like it was like a point four eight ERA. You could guess. I feel like you could guess what pitch was coming with him. Like he'd be waiting to go, and next thing you know, you get a curveball, and there it goes, man. Bro, his fastball was just so flat. fastball was flat. End, dude. He dropped like a mile or two an hour. It was just one of those things, man, where you you just knew it was coming, so. Yeah, um, if you just sit fastball with him, because I mean that. Well, you sit fastball against sit anybody. Fast, no, but it's just how flat it was. Yeah. I'm saying usually his has got some like right. It rides up. It's got some you know some yeah. upward uh, movement to it, but it was just flat as shit at the end of the year last year. We'll see, dude. I know a lot of Sox fans are like over it with him. Um, if Rick keeps him around, you know he keeps him around, and that's it. I'm not gonna you know bitch about it. I think he'll be all right. Um, a lot of Sox fans disagree, though, and I know a lot of people want Conforto, too. So we'll see, man. Uh, anything you want to touch on with the Cubs at all? Um, no, I'm going to save a little bit for my beef for the week. All right, but, yeah, I mean. Um, dude, I'm just looking for them to – I mean, what they need right now is they need a fucking closer, dude. Like, if they plan on competing at all, they need to go out and they need to get a closer. 
Um, Cody Hoyer. How do you say his last name? Cody Hoyer. Hoyer. Had Tommy John. Yeah, Tommy John. I yep. think he was slated to be the, oh, the closing pitcher. Dude, filthiest you know? stuff in that pen easily, and so now he's gone. He goes your... down, and he was by far the best reliever that they had in the staff. So it's like, I mean, I think they're going to be searching. They have right Justin now. Still, right? Justin Still yeah, left. He could, he could be he's a He's not a high guy. leverage. Clo- not at this point. Not what he showed last year. So. I don't know if they just plan on going in and doing closer by committee type thing or if they're going to go out and get a a legitimate closer. But that's their biggest need right now, dude. They they're need not, somebody at the back gonna, end. They're they not going like to compete. They two or three guys at the back end of the <laughs> time, dude. They're not going to compete. That's the main thing. You got to understand that. Can we put that to rest right now, Ryan? Do you, Marty, think- you, don't, you don't go <laughs> out and you don't give Marcus Stroman $23 million a year if you don't plan on competing. You also don't go out you and sign Andrew Wayne Simmons to play the most important position you on your field. He's going to be a platoon guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness, He's dude. going to be. We can go back and forth in this all night, man. The Cubs are not going to compete this year. It's not happening. <laughs> okay, what do you mean they're not? They're not going to compete, man. Come on. You got to understand that. You got Nick Madrigal at second base, who's probably, in my opinion, your best infielder. I, you can say whatever you want. Uh, Frank Schwindel, very underrated first baseman. We talked about that. Yes. We talked about that earlier. In our, hit 40 nukes in our fantasy draft, he's going I – mean, and if you if you go on Yahoo Fantasy, he's going in like, you know, an 80th, 90th pick. Yeah. He's going that high. I've seen it. And he's he's projected to hit about 30 bombs this year. Dude's a very underrated first baseman. I mean, albeit first basemen are, you know, offensively in the, in the MLB right now, they're insane. I mean, Jose Abreu's hitting 30 a year, and he's probably like a fifth, five through tenth ranked first baseman. So, um, Schwindel will be a good, he'll be a, he'll be a good guy. You got Patrick Wisdom. You kind of you give him the year. Um, I I think I think you're you're are you a big Wisdom guy? No, not really. Okay, <laughs> not really. <laughs> All right then. To be See, that's the thing. If you're not even big on him, like where's your where's well, your dude, help coming just from? Just because I'm not big on one guy doesn't mean that they won't compete. Well, a they'll lot of people would say team. a lot like, of people would say Patrick Wisdom, although he's 29 years old, is like a, a building block for the Cubs. Wouldn't you say so? No, like if you were to ask me, to see an important piece going forward. I would say no. You, so you don't think he's part of the next one? Like, I think team. he'll be a part of, like, this team, like, this The year. rebuilding team? Like, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, not like a, like a, <laughs> no, a retooling team that's trying to compete at the same time. Okay, so you. It's not like a full-blown, okay. like, 2013 Cubs team. All right, They're just going right, to suck right. ass. Okay, okay. Like, so we're in the bleachers in Wrigley this summer, right? Okay. They're playing, let's, let's say they're playing the Milwaukee Brewers, okay? They got Adrian Hauser pitching. Okay. Okay. Are you going to be upset if they can't beat that guy in that team? Adrian Hauser, yes. You'll be upset if they can't beat Adrian Hauser in the Brewers? I'll be upset. Okay. Okay. Yes. That's, that's, that's what I would say because I would say he's like your typical like 4-5, right? That you should be. That you should be. Correct. You should be, yes. Correct. So, so you'd be upset if this team didn't go out there and beat the Brewers on that day. Yes. Okay, so you clearly have – I wouldn't say you have, like, you know, expectations but to go to the faced, playoffs, but there's, um, like, expectations if there. If they faced Brandon Woodruff and I went to the game and they had 12 <laughs> strikeouts, would I be upset? No. Okay. All right. So See you're kind of, like, in the middle Like, though. I understand. So you're not, like, you're not like playoff expectations, but you're, like, 81, 81 expectations? No. What are you, where are you at, man? Let's I'm see. wild. Dude, I think, <laughs> I think ceiling for this team is wild card. Really? If everything clicks. <laughs> okay. Listen, if everything clicks and the top three arms in the rotation who are good, it's good three starters that they got. Hendricks, Miley, and Stroman. Yeah, Stroman will be your one easily for okay. me. Yeah. If those three have any shell of a season that, they, that they're capable of and Alzali steps up, dude, they've got a good starting for it. There's absolutely no reason. And then figure out the fifth guy with either Alec Mills or um, shit. Um, either Justin Steele or Keegan Thompson. Yeah. Right? Yep, they're Figure right out your fifth. Even if you inter- or mix out those guys, there's no reason they should not compete for 86 to 87 Okay, wins. so you... Okay. You're looking at 86 87 wins, okay? Yes. So you're... And we're even talking here. It's Sunday. What is it? The 14th, the 13th, right? March 13th. Free agency opened up two days ago. Would you be upset if the Cubs didn't go out and sign a big guy? Another big guy, I guess. They strained Stroman. Would you be upset then if they didn't go out and attempt to add more pieces to this team? Yes. The way it's constructed right now, if, if they don't do anything, if they don't sign any other big pieces, and I'm not talking like Andrewson Simmons. Like, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> like, if they don't get out go out and sign like a Michael Conforto or... Yeah. Um, I could see them getting Michael Conforto easily. They could easily right. go out and get him. Yeah. Right. And the, it's like... it's. A guy like that would be perfect. Pay him $20 million. You're not breaking the bank on anybody. Yeah. And you're still trying to compete this year. You know? 
They could they could go out and get Schwarber again to DH. Correct. They're, they have a DH. They could now. bring That's back Anthony Rizzo to DH. They could, or you 100%. know, or Frank Schwindel DH. And then get a first Castellanos. Baseman. You could sign him. They could get DH. Castellanos too. And that's, that's the what thing. I'm saying. There's so many options for them still to be competitive. So right now, but right now, as this team is constructed, yes. you're telling me that they are looking like a wild card team. That's a hot take, right there, dude. That's a hot take. <laughs> yes, dude. I, I, I mean, I'll stick with that take because, like I said, the starting pitching okay. is not that bad. Listen, at all. I think the starting pitching listen, will man, be better than people expect. Baseball's a weird sport, man. It really is. The Giants won 107 whatever games yeah, last year, and they dude. were projected to what? They were projected like games under I think it was. I think the over under was like 85 wins, and it, the over under is 85 again for them this year, according to DraftKings wow. Sportsbook. So, like you go off of those kinds of things. So anything can happen in the I game. That right now, yeah, I'll, I'll, over with Rodon, wins. the Rodon signing as well. Thank you, Rodon, by the way. But uh, yeah, it, it, we'll see, man. We'll see. Anything can happen in baseball. I just think that's like a very homerish take of you, but. Uh, We'll see, man. Anything can well, happen. Well, listen. Again. I mean, first off, they need to they need to bolster their bullpen. Their bullpen. Yeah. I mean, their bullpen is just awful right now. As it stands right now, it's terrible. Like, I can't name one. I honestly can't even name like a high leverage dude that they have in the bullpen right now. I would say to go. I would say go give us uh, Nick Madrigal back for Kimbrel, but no. <laughs> Which dude? I think that's going to end up being a great. Oh, dude. Great trade. I don't think Cubs, I say dude. it again. I said it back in July. Like, I don't I, think Cuff fans understand what kind of player they got in Nick Madrigal. You guys do not understand. You're talking about a hot take from me, potential 3,000-hit guy. Dude's just going to slap singles every single game. It's going to happen. Yeah. So, see, you're not that high on him, dude. No, That's I mean, I'm, I like the guy. Like I just said, I'm really stoked about it. I think yeah. it's going to be a great trade. You're not but a big OBP singles guy? It's just, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's great today, but it's just like I think they got right now. They got too many guys like that. Like Horner is just gonna be like a slap single guy. I think I would take Magical over Horner at this point. Um, even though Horner's, I think Horner's gonna be more of an outfield guy. So well, that's the thing. He's that's gonna, what I was thinking. Like he's if, gonna have to hit if they do get Correa. Just put Horner in center. And field, that's the dude. thing, dude. That's gonna put a lot of pressure on Horner because if you're an outfielder in the bigs, you gotta hit. Like that's just the thing. That's just it. That's like Albert Almora's demise, dude. Like, yeah, you have he was to the hit. greatest center fielder that like arguably top. Five defensive center fielder in the game, but dude, he could not hit. Dude, if you can't he hit, not hit. You're playing ball. if you're playing a corner outfield spot and you cannot hit, you're you're gonna be in triple A, dude. It's just the way it is. If you play center field, you get a little bit of a pass, but Almora still was so ass yeah. that he could not. He just couldn't play in the bigs, man. I don't know what he's doing now. I think he was with the Mets for a little bit last year or something like that. He was with the Mets for a little bit. I don't think I, I honestly don't know if he's even on a team anymore. He might be, I, he I might be down in the, in the Mexican league now at this point. Yeah, but um, dude, just looking at. Just looking at bullpen options left. There isn't many. Man. The Sox, <laughs> not a lot, the Sox took them already. Oh no, speaking of which, Joe Kelly would have been a great addition, man. Obviously, he would come, well, that's the thing. He dude, would have came like to Chicago, obviously. Like, <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Like, why are you sitting out there? What are you waiting for? I would I would like, honestly say, like, go, go make a trade with the White Sox, but I don't know what the Cubs could offer the Sox for one of their bullpen guys they're not using. Um, I mean, you're obviously not going to trade the guys you just signed. Right, you're not gonna trade Graveman. You're not gonna trade Kelly. If anything, you trade Kimbrel, but they just had him. Um, you could trade Lopez, I guess. And that's the thing. I'm really worried about Ronaldo Lopez right now. I think he might get traded. Which, he has, I mean, would you care? I think I would care a little bit. He looked really good in the second half. You have like some personal attachment to him. I, no, that's the thing. Like, I and baseball as a fan, man, in a, in a sport. It's important not to get too personally attached to someone. Oh, players. yeah. You're telling me. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, well, the thing is, like, oh, for me, traded Rizzo, if, Brian, and if, if you're a White Sox fan, if you want a personal attachment, there's two guys. It's Luis Robert. He's not going anywhere probably for the rest of his career. You I better say Jose Abreu now. And Jose Abreu. Those are the two guys, right? Because I could even see Moncada getting traded. Bro, eventually. that was like Rizzo, dude, because he yeah. was there for, like, the ass oh, yeah. You know, he saw he saw it through. And I mean, dude, even with, with Gavin Sheets and Andrew Vaughn, who one of them probably will get traded eventually, you still have Isaiah Abreu. You're not going to let him walk. You right. don't. You don't. You don't do it. Um, like I said, if you want a personal attachment to a player, go with Luis Robert. Go with Isaiah Abreu. They will never – Robert probably will be a White Sox for the rest of his career. I would, I would, I wouldn't guarantee it, but it's just the guy that you just wouldn't give up. Who Robert? Yeah, dude. Oh, he's, he's not leaving, dude. Oh, he's he's, he's still signed for the next six no, years. No, I know, but even but after that, he's not. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta imagine whoever's the owner, right? Like this guy's world class center fielder. You know, you're not gonna let him go. You give him whatever. You give him the back. Dude, right? I've said this before, and every time you say he's a world class center fielder, you know what instantly comes into my mind when he dropped the ball in L.A. The fucking video. <laughs> 
him eating the ball off his face, dude. Oh my god, that was one dude, of the funniest things. I've listen, ever man, seen it ha- it happens, and the thing is, it's so that's the thing, man. They say that you always remember the mistakes. So here. funny. That's one of the only mistakes he's ever made in center field. But it was it was dude, it was just comical. Yeah, yeah man. He had no business even catching that ball, and he comes in like a banshee. <laughs> Like, dude, like... Dude, he was hustling, man. Dude, when, the, when the play started, like, um, Anderson was just camped underneath it. And, like, Robert wasn't even in your screen. <laughs> hey, and man. And also, he's just fucking jetting Cut him some there, slack, dude. all right? They're playing in L.A. They're oh, playing West so Coast funny. time. He's probably a little tired, right? Come so on, funny. cut him some slack, man. Cut no, him. No, slack no slack for that. No, that was rough, dude. That was rough. Um, nevertheless, Luis Robert, MVP 2022. Yeah, put, I mean, the, dude, I wouldn't... I mean, yes. For sure. Put the bet in now. But, hey, just looking at some – actually, looking at some bullpen options that I think are realistic options for the Cubs, and you're going to laugh at this one. Give me give me your shot. Give you're going to laugh. No, dude, I'll, give me your best shot. Kenley Jansen, dude. I'm not going to laugh at that. Dude, his market – it says market value here on SpotRack, <laughs> which I love SpotRack. It's probably, I use it's it for everything. For, yeah. Yeah. It says his market value is $10 million a year. I would sign it today. Exactly. And the which thing he's is – probably not looking for that. He's probably looking for higher than that because he's Kenley Jansen. He probably thinks he's still a top-tier closer. He's but, probably looking for 15. Right. Right. But if you can come in the middle ground, give him 12 and a half, something like that a year, I don't see why you want to do that. I think, uh, I think, yeah, I think the Cubs should come in. Trevor Rosenthal. Another 100-mile-per-hour guy, give him the bag. I mean, you wouldn't give him the bag, give him like four or five million. Right, Brad Hand. Oh, yeah, he's – Dude, you're he's talking, a stud. Dude. I'm not going to – I don't know why you said I'd laugh at some. These guys are good pitchers. There's options, yeah, right? there are options, though. They're getting thin. Well, Kenley, I thought you were going to laugh because he's kind of older and he's kind of had some shit. Well, dude, Kenley, Kenley is uh, – he's waiting on the Dodgers to potentially sign Freddie Freeman. Yeah. So he might be getting like, hey, what the hell? Like, I've been with this, with this, with this organization for basically my entire career. We won a World Series. Where am I at? You know, right. what about me? So, I mean, there could be a thing there. Right. Um, I don't think he leaves L.A., but then again, they signed Freeman. They got a lot of money invested. We'll see. I mean, what if he just turns the back on the LA and goes to San Diego or something? Yeah. That'd be that'd be ridiculous. But after those top arms, though, it it, it falls <laughs> off pretty dramatically. Um, you're talking like the Greg Hollands. Yeah. Um, Yikes. I mean, yeah. Andrew Chafin. I don't think they're gonna bring him back. I think I don't think they would. That, I think I heard him going to New York. The Mets was a possibility for sure. Yeah. Um, Sergio Romo, <clears throat> who's who's still a very decent, like you know, little crafty guy. Yeah, throws he throws like eighty four, eighty five, but he's a really nasty slider. So Tyler Clippard, like if I see Tyler Clippard in the Cubs, <laughs> that's just how you know you're not winning, you're not competing this yeah, year. Because I, I feel like he's just yikes. been bouncing around from uh, rebuilding team to rebuilding team. He went from the Yankees to the White Sox to the Nationals or something like that. Yeah, he played for the Nationals in twenty nineteen. The bags last year. <laughs> I remember the year he was he went he traded to the White Sox in the uh, Todd Frazier trade. I can't remember what year that was, but it was one of the you know rebuilding years. Um, Which should he used to have a nasty nasty splitter. I mean, it was that a splitter changeup type thing. Dude. Yeah, man, it was nuts. But yeah, I mean, just getting back to the Cubs, if they don't make any changes to that bullpen, I still think just the way that they're starting pitching is and the potential offensively that they could be a wild card team but i mean they got to bolster that bullpen hey man <clears throat> everybody starts in first place opening day you got right? damn right 100 percent. you always got a chance baseball is probably the most unpredictable sport in the world next to ufc because you know anything can happen in that sport but baseball you know a, a 50 win team can lose can beat a 100 win team yeah. And nobody would blink an eye. That's just what happens. That's what happens in the game. That's what happens in baseball for sure, man, no doubt. So we'll, we'll see with that. Um, I don't know if you got anything else. We're still waiting on some free agent news. I don't know if you want to pop Twitter up to see if anything's happened, see what we got. <clears throat> but Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, the, the market's <clears throat> a little slower than I thought it was. Going. It is, man. It's like where's the sense of urgency here? You know, I think guys, yeah, I mean, guys are just – Nothing. Not, they, no, I don't see anything. They're just fielding in all the best um, offers possible because apparently they weren't, you know, they weren't able to – to be given any offers during the lockout, which I think is I'm so, shit. I, th- I, mean, there's I think offers there's definitely around. guys who made under the table deals. I feel like, but maybe they didn't because it's so like it's still like a little. It's a little later now. I thought things would have been announced like yesterday and Friday, but we'll yeah. s- I mean, I mean, the last tweet from Jeff Passon was about the uh, <clears throat> the Boxberger signing. Brad Boxberger, yeah, he's going to Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, so Brewers, Brewers I mean, getting another arm. There whatever. you go. That's your competition, man. We mean whatever. That's, that's well, your... Brad Boxberg. I mean, like, that's <clears throat> not anything to fucking write home. Yeah, I mean, anything. what is what is? Let's just, uh, we're we're on the topic here. I mean, what what has been something that's happened? Sonny Gray got traded today. 
Got traded to the Twins. Yeah, Chris Bassett got traded. Chris Bassett got traded to the Mets. Damn it. Good, the Mets are <laughs> They're looking. Phil. They are looking scary, man. They are looking mighty scary. Like, um, honestly, though, dude. Scherzer <clears throat> and DeGrom. And then you go Bassett. Throwing that fastball slider down your throat. I mean, imagine. Oh, good luck. Imagine dude. playing. Okay, think about this, right? You say the Braves are good, right? Imagine the Mets get in as fifth or sixth seed, right? Imagine going to win the division. Well, that's the thing. The Braves are still really good. They get Freddie Freeman back. I think. I think you still got to give some credit to the Mets, man. They're. I mean, them to the Braves, man. They're still a very good team. Um, yeah, so but it's just it's hy- series, for the yeah, for okay. the sake of the hypothetical, right? Okay. Let's say the Braves are better than the Mets because yeah. Degrom gets injured for a whole whatever you know some usual crap that happens with pitchers, uh-huh. right? So the Braves win the division and the Mets slide all the way to like the fifth seed, right? So they're going to be on the road. Imagine being. The Giants, right? They get second place to win 98 wins or whatever, right, in the West because the Dodgers get 100 whatever. Imagine in a three-game series, you get the Grom and Scherzer first. Or imagine being the three-seed who wins a division and you get the Grom and Scherzer Dude, first. Okay, so while we're throwing this hypothetical out, talking a three-game series, do you think Buck Showalter will entertain at all going bass at game one and then Scherzer DeGrom either two or three no in way. case you get to that game <clears throat> dude, three. Showalter's so old school, dude. He's going to be dude, like, I want to win like today. Interesting, though. Like, it would be an like interesting. Bass is going to throw game one. Because so you know Bass is going to give you a gem. Three. That's right. the thing. I think a lot of people are like, oh, Chris Bassett, whatever. He was on the ace. Chris Bassett is good. No, he's really good. Go go back. I mean, something I'd recommend. Go back to the 2020 wild card series between the Sox and the A's. Oh, he just shoved it, dude. He absolutely shoved it because yeah. that's what he does. He's a really good pitcher. Yeah. He's a great curveball. He's got a really sneaky good fastball. It sneaks up on you. Really, it's like a rising fastball, man. It's insane. It he's good. So yeah, you could he could be he can beat anybody's one. Right. He can beat anybody's That's one. That's what I'm saying. So it'd be entertaining, like if they were to go bass at one to just say I'm gonna throw like DeGrom's game three if it gets to that point. I think uh, maybe Cause, dude, he's gonna give him maybe no you run, go like, maybe you go maybe you I, I could see him going like the Grom one and if you just beat the crap out of whoever you played. Yeah. Then maybe like push Scherzer Bassett back two. a game and go sh- pass it two and yeah. then save Scherzer for game one of a because if at that point you're probably gonna get matched up with the Dodgers. Yeah. Or you know the Brewers or the Braves. So hypothetically, right? All right. So you go into that. So many things, man. This whole two seed, the top two seed buy thing is very interesting. It's kind of like football now. So the games matter. Mm-hmm. They matter. Even mm-hmm. if the White Sox are 20 games up in the division again, they still matter. Yeah, and that's and what like, baseball had to fix. Dude. And I like that. that. Like, I like it, man. Yeah, because 162 the, matters now, you yep. know. <clears throat> Which is good. And it, and it gives you two more teams, two more, like the Mariners. Their fan base has been waiting over 20 years, man. That's insane. 20 plus years. This could be the year for them. They're looking at Chris Bryant and Trevor Story. So, I mean, this could be it, man. So, yeah. um, we'll take a quick break and after we'll cover our beefs and, uh, and a few other things to close us out. Awesome. All right. So, we're back here. Uh, before we get into our beefs, we're just going to do a little preview for next week's episode. We're gonna we're gonna give you. We got a multiple time champion here in LB Fantasy, myself, and we got a guy who should have won last year. Dude, I've won already. <laughs> tell you what, if if my brother Scuba Steve is listening, he used to run a league. I don't know if you were in it or not. I I don't remember. It wasn't like you know how you get like your sixteen categories or whatever. Yes. And it's like, well, he did a league. If you just win the week, you win the week. You know. Like, it's just 1-0. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, I literally did not lose a single week yeah. the entire year. I was like 14-0 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so hey. So. I should have won the league last year. Jake Smith, I did win the league. <laughs> we're Co-champion. Still, we're still holding on to the so grudge. Shit. All right. So, hypothetically, like, not hypothetically. We have four championships sitting right here yes. in this phone here. Four championships combined. Fantasy baseball. Next week, we're going to give you some advice. We're going to tell you what we do. When we draft, some things we do during the year to keep us uh, ahead of everybody else, right? Because we, we do take it competitively. Last year, I kind of – I was I wasn't doing too good in our league, so I kind of stopped. So, you know, do with that what you will. I, I was doing another league more. I was taking that more. I was putting that at first place. So I shouldn't have done that. I know. I, I kind of screwed over a lot of people. Uh-huh. I, I will admit that. I'm sorry. You no, know uh, <laughs> let, let me just give some advice to everybody listening. If you're ever in a league with people where money is on the line – 
don't ever do what Mario did and not take it serious. When people put their fucking hard-earned money into it. They're expecting everybody's best. Listen, man, in my in the other league, I, I there was a lot more coin involved in the other league, so I was a little more intent, a, a little more attention was to that one. But this year, I'm not pointing that much coin anywhere else. I assured Jake Smith, who's the commissioner of the league, that it will not happen this year. I will be trying every day. I will be setting my lineups every day, and I'm doing a couple mock drafts. So I'm I'm getting back into the grind of it. We're going for we're going to win this year. The mm-hmm. league's named is uh, is do not let Mario win again because that's what it was last year because I was a back to back champ. So it's it's gonna happen. So next week we'll try to get Jake on here. We'll give some advice. We'll tell you what we do, uh, and we'll help you guys prepare for your for your fantasy baseball leagues, man. And it's back. It's it's awesome to say that. Brings a nice warmth to my heart to say that's happening again. I'm pumped. Um, I'm pumped for baseball. I'm a, I'm a fan of all 30 teams, man. Oh, so, sure. So here we go with that. All right, so our beefs of the week, man. Ryan, why don't you, 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 you've been waiting for this, man. So how about you go first? <laughs> Dude, my beef of the week is with MLB.com's <laughs> fucking power rankings. They suck. They, dude, they suck, okay? The first five, whatever. Say what you want about the first five. I got really no issues with the first five. <laughs> okay, what are your issues, man? Let's if somebody it. has the audacity <laughs> to put the Cubs at 25th in the league, you got to be shitting oh, me. Oh, man. So you who's absolutely all right, shitting all right. me. Let, who, can you give me... 25th. You got, you got it up right now, right? You yes. got it up. Okay, who's ahead? Of, who are the five teams ahead of the Cubs? The, the, like, directly ahead of them? Like, 24, 23. bullshit. Well, let's hear it. <laughs> 24 is the Royals. Okay. I would are you put kidding the, me? I, I'd put the Cubs against the Royals. I'll give you that one. Cubs, okay. Cubs, Cubs are ahead of the Royals. Okay. Yes. The Twins? Yeah, I put them ahead of the Twins too. With Sonny Gray, Dylan Bundy. Okay, I'll give you... I don't know if I can give you that one yet, but I guess I'll just give it to you because you seem pretty okay, angry. This so. next one I don't really care about so much because they have made a lot of signings this offseason to make their team better. So even if they aren't, I just give it to them that they're actually trying. The Rangers. The Rangers, yeah. The I Rangers are ahead of the Cubs. I, put the, I mean, they just signed Marcus Seaman and Corey Seager. Correct, but they're, their pitching still sucks. Yeah, you could say so. I get, You could say so, yeah. They're starting and they got Mitch Garver, too, catching. So. Right. All right, I put okay, them so ahead that one, the I don't. That one's fine. If you want to put that ahead, All right, who's ahead 21? of the Cubs. Dude, this one just pissed me <laughs> off. Dude. Who is it? And the fact that they're 21st, the Reds. <laughs> the Reds? Yeah, you're right. Bro. I, they're selling. They're going to sell. They're, they sold Sonny Gray today. They're selling their pieces. So. They did? Yeah. I mean, Wade Miley, they put him on waivers, didn't sign him. Yeah. Uh, Cast- traded off Castellanos Sonny Gray. Is out the door. is gone. Jesse Winker's the only guy they got. And they're 21st. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude. <laughs> you, you These rankings are, suck. You are genuinely upset. I can look at it in your face. I can see it in your face. The Marlins are 19th. <laughs> I get that they've got some good pitchers. The but. Marlins are better than the Cubs, man. Come on. Marlins are better than the Cubs. They play. They had. They gave up the least amount of runs last year, I believe, in in, in a tough division. Okay, so if you want to say that, that's fine. The Guardians, eighteenth. They're they're still. That's the thing, man. I think I'd put them. They got. Look at their pitching. Okay, right? would you put them eighteenth though? I'd put them ahead of the Cubs. Like I'll I'll tell you that much. I would do that. Think about it. Shane Bieber, Plesac, two really good pitchers there. Cal Quantrill. He's he's making some strides. Manuel Klaus closing. Uh, James Karinchek kind of you know shit shit the brick last last year a little bit, but he's he can be good. Jose Ramirez is still pretty good. Cubs don't have Dude, those kinds of guys, man. He's, okay, that's fine. <laughs> But I can but see the fact what... that the Cubs are twenty fifth just pissed me off, dude. I can see what you're saying, and you have because they're not the twenty fifth best. Well, you team also have you also have true aspirations for your team. You act you tr- you really truly feel and believe that this team can make the playoffs. So I can see why the twenty fifth ranking would piss you off. But they A lot. did. They did. It's not like they have Chris Bryant and Rizzo and Javi, and they still have Wilson. But as, and it's no, like, they don't. But they have Wade Miley and they have uh, Marcus Stroman and Kyle Hendricks. I know, man. Line, I know, but they have I know. And they have Horner. But you have and to, They have some and, pieces, but I'm just saying correct. they're not. They don't have the big names that like you need. In to to be ranked in those kinds of rankings, you Bro, feel me on that? Right. The Rays never have big names. The A's never. Have yeah, big but names. they're good though. The Rays have big names, man. Yeah, here, yeah, sprinkled throughout the lineup, just like the Cubs yeah, do. Yeah, and the, that's the thing. But we already talked about this, dude. The Giants were a team that nobody had expectations for. And they won 108 games or whatever it was, and they beat the beat out the Dodgers, man. So anything could happen in the game. But dude, just all around though, I think these rankings suck. 
They have the Brewers eleventh. <laughs> the Brewers need to be higher than eleven for sure, and they'll they'll probably sign a good bat to get them a little higher. Uh, and then well, it's large in part to Kristen Yelich having a bad, you know, a bad season, and Kesson Hero also being pretty pretty ass. So I mean, now I'm just nitpicking, but now they I mean they have the Yankees ahead of the Mets. I would have put the Yankees out. I think the Yankees are very overrated, man. I'm Bro, tired of hearing all this. Fourth. If the Yankees get Correa, then there you go. They they'll 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 probably catapult the Sox. But at this point, we're not talking about twenty. The Yankees are not the fourth best team in Major League Baseball. I I, I don't think so right now. The as, Brewers are as ahead of right of them. now. That team has a lot of holes. The man. Brewers are ahead of them. The Astros the should Mets be ahead, ahead of, them. of them. The Astros should be ahead of the them. The Astros, yes, are probably ahead of them. Dude, I'd even put the Blue Jays ahead of them. Oh, without question. Right. Yeah. They, they have the best pitching in the game. Suck. Yeah, they I mean, just pissed me off. And it's MLB.com. It should be like the most reputable <laughs> power rankings you hey, can look I at. I won't disagree with their top two. I think the Sox, with their bullpen, with their offense, being and their pitching being fully healthy, I think fully healthy, they're the best team in the American League. I think the Dodgers are the best team in the National League. I think I, I wouldn't dispute that. But the rest of the way through, sure. I'll, I'll give you some. I'll give you some with the Cubs. Should the Cubs at twenty five? <clears> you're arguing. So you're much, arguing for yeah. me. In my opinion, you're arguing maybe three spots at the bottom of the twenty. But that's uh, fine. But. It's 25th. a good beef, man. It's a good I mean, respectable beef. It's a good fan. It's a good homerish take, and I and I appreciate the 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 enthusiasm. I promise you, by the time the season's <laughs> over, that they will finish. Oh uh, man, do we have the first twelve six bet going on I here? Pro- that before the season's over, right. I'm looking at the team. Yes, they will fall. They will crack the top fifteen. All right, before the season is over, they'll crack the top fifteen. Top 15. I will take. I'll take your bet. What, what, you don't think they will? I don't think they will. I think they're. I think they'll crack maybe twenty. I think the 15 to 20 is respectable. Top 15? You're talking about the top half of the league? I don't know, man. That's a little, that's pushing it a little bit. Yeah, man. That's pushing it. All right. Put 20 bucks on it. <laughs> Put 20 bucks on it right now. The first official 12 6 bet. Okay. 20 bucks right now, today, March 13th. We'll go back to the recording of the episode if, yep. if needed, but it's there. 20 bucks. They're not, they're not cracking the top 15, man. They have to crack the top 15. We'll go record wise. They have a top 15 record in the game. Is that fair? Because screw the rankings? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine then. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, the rankings are the rankings. So top 15 team in the game. Okay. Good deal. All right, so there's your beef, man. That was good beef. Good quality Shit. beef. <laughs> you made the bet already, man. <laughs> Who's 15th? The Cardinals or something? Now you're really... Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, the Phillies are 15th. And that's they're not cute. better than the Phillies, that's for sure. <laughs> they have the MVP on their team. I don't care. I mean, and yeah, to crack top 15, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, man. All right, can I change my bet? You can't change it, man. It's been made. No, let me change it. There's a cash out option if you want. Cash let me out. change the bet and we'll lower the odds to 10 bucks. That's fine. They will have a top, so not 20th. They have to be better than 20th. Okay, I'll take the bet, 10 bucks. Okay, so 19th or better. Yeah, they have, to be the be, they have to be in the, the two-thirds of the league. Yes, right? which they will. Okay, better than two-thirds of the league, or in the top two-thirds of the league. Yes. There you go. I'll go. We'll take. We'll, I'll take that bet. All right. Who is that? I. You know what? We were. We were looking at that earlier. I don't know who that it's is. Corey Seager lookalike. It dude. is definitely. It's the Mets. Somebody but, on the Mets. Um. Anyway, here's my oof. beef, and it's not MLB related. It's actually basketball related. Basketball. It's basketball related. Oh, wow. Okay, so. Was go- I was. I was. I was on the way home from the gym today, and I overheard on the radio, that. Kyrie Irving. Oh, dude. Is not allowed to play because he's not vaccinated tonight. But he's going to be in the stands as a fan Mm -hmm. because fans can enter without being vaccinated. What the hell are we doing? Mm -hmm. What are we doing? I mean, it's 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 sad to see that. It's like regardless of your political opinion or how you feel about it. I mean, it's how does that make any sense at all? Is it gonna pick who to who to target? Right. You know, it's it's ridiculous, man. It's it's the stupidest thing in, in terms of policies that I've seen probably in the in, throughout the entire pandemic and all of it. Right. Like, are we're still at this point where a guy cannot play in the game, but can go into the stands and watch it and support his team? Like, he's literally gonna be right there. Mm-hmm. Like. There's, there's like, I know, I know how you feel about it. It's just, we all have our own thoughts and opinions, but nobody who thinks logically can think this is in any way, any way makes sense. 
right? Right. Like, I think we can all... You, who you was, can just take politics out of this one. And, like, when you can, like... When you really think about it, and if something does not make sense, something is wrong. Like, this does not make any sense at, at all. all. At all. he can go to the game, but he just <laughs> cannot suit up and play. This is ridiculous. Because he's not vaccinated. It's absolutely ridiculous. It, it literally makes zero sense. You're impacting the chance of your team to win. And on top of that, you're he's literally going to be there. Like, the, if it's... The mayor was... Something. You know, the mayor of New York City was asked about it once he uh, lifted the restrictions, if, if he was going to lift... You know, because I think it's a work thing, yeah. right? And he said that like, he shouldn't be rewarded for for not being vaccinated or something along those lines. It's just gotten to the point, man, like, where it's, it's You're going to reward people to allow them to go to a game? Yeah, I mean... <sighs> but not be able to work for their employer? It, it, dude, it makes no sense whatsoever. It's... it's uh, and he's it, probably more likely to catch it just sitting there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Than moving around on a court where you're really not next to anybody for an extended period of time. I, constantly I, moving around. Bottom you're line, man. sit there. 100%, man. Where people are breathing all around you it's for just, two and a half hours. Bottom line, man, regardless of your political opinion on this, regardless if you think you should be vaccinated or not, we all have different opinions on things. Um... This is the stupidest thing that I probably have seen in in my lifetime in terms of just straight up policies. Well, and the fact that nobody is really like irate about it or making a big deal about it tells you like something's off here, dude. It doesn't. Like, this should be like a Nash. Like this is. It's just not right. <clears throat> it's not right at all. Like it doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, man. It's it's. I know it's 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 basketball related and it's also political related all that stuff. We kind of stay away from that in the twelve six, but. Man, like we've all had we've all had our thoughts on on the whole pandemic and stuff and, and all that, but but man, this is probably the stupidest thing that I've seen in terms of policy. Um, anyway, man, that's my beef. Uh, what do you got right to close us out? No, I'm good. I mean, it's a, I think it's a great beef. Um, it doesn't make sense at all. They need to figure that out. Yeah, they, man. They need to straighten that up. But um, no, dude, uh, we got March Madness coming up. So good luck to everybody in their brackets. Yes, sir. Um, that's one of the biggest sporting events of the whole year, which would be nice to actually have fans back in the stadiums this year. I think last year it was only families were allowed or something along those lines. Dude, so oh, it's going to be fun, man. It, it'll be awesome to see that atmosphere back again. I mean, the first two days of March Madness are arguably, like, even though baseball's our favorite sports, like, the first two days of March Madness are probably my favorite sporting event, we, dude. We, we, might have awesome. to, uh, we might have to throw out a 12-6 bracket, man. Dude, yeah, we could have one with Jake Smith yeah, talking about college yeah, basketball. We might have, have one with Ben, our good friend Ben, yeah. good uh, college basketball player. Give, or give some predictions, man. Um, he's a big college fan, basketball yeah. fan, man. That guy's insane. You know, he's always throwing out, you know, you know, information for us. So, yeah, yeah, we might have to throw out a twelve six bracket. We might have to help, have their help making it, but it could be made for the for the Twitter account, man. Hey, hold on, this deserves uh, a mention. Tom Brady, dude, probably <laughs> Tom Brady's back, retirement, baby. dude. Less is shorter than the MLB lockout, right? Thirty, what is it, twenty thirty six days? Yeah. So. Welcome back, Tom, future 49er quarterback, so we'll see how that works out. But. I mean, the dude's just such a freak. Like, he just couldn't step away, dude. <clears throat> Even at age, what, 45, just couldn't step away You know what? He went, to, he went to the Manchester United soccer game in England and coincidentally comes back the next day. And announces he's playing again. Yeah. What would what happen? You know, did, did he did he see the jo- enjoyment of the fans or something? He just realized he can't be a fan of. Yeah, something. Yeah, he you probably know? did. He was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I have to I have to be, I have to play. So yeah. good, for, good for him, man. Which that instantly makes the Bucks uh, <coughs> Super Bowl contenders again. They took off the odds. Oh, they took off all they from got, the gambling all websites. The odds. Yeah. They removed the NFC Championship odds and they removed the Super Bowl Championship that odds. Makes sense. So, yeah, the Bucks are definitely gonna be a favorite, man. So we'll see. Hopefully, any of you who got the future bucks ticket Dude. that's going to be worth a little bit more when you go back to see your cash out you probably cash out right now for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah hedge it man hedge it yeah um all right man you got nothing else right i'm all good right. all right well uh everybody thank you for tuning into the 12 6 podcast